Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast where we've just watched United sail into the semi-final of the Carling Cup. No, Carabao, isn't it, these days? Yeah, Carabao Cup. Um, with me is Stu Edwards and me and him have got the enviable task of getting um, a podcast out of Colchester at home after selling for three hours in, in um, zero conditions. So bear with us. Um, Stuart, what did you think of the game? <laughs> Do we have to talk about the game? Yeah. Um, I suppose, stating the obvious, it's one of them frustration games. Um, especially first half, you're not going to expect someone like Colchester, are you, to, to come and, a bit like the Rochdale game, to come and attack at Old Trafford, regardless of what starting 11 we've got out. It's just not going to happen, is it? Um, and, that, and that's exactly what did happen um, first half. Um, Saying that, you know, we had a stupid amount of possession first half. I'm guessing seven, 80%. Was it seven, yeah, okay, yeah, 80%. Yeah. And I think on, a, on, a, on another day, uh, we probably should have gone in maybe two, maybe three up at half time. Saying that though, but we didn't we didn't have many shots on goal, did we? And that, that's, no, that's, that's because quite a big problem. That's because mainly because of Rashford's, Rashford's really poor finishing for and some we, reason. We spoke about it on Saturday, um, Sunday though, after the Everton game, and we were mentioning like. There's a clear pattern to these games, isn't there? Where we're yeah. not breaking down teams who are, you know, sitting a bit deeper. There um, is, yeah, because we're, we're, we're missing that quality. Uh, <coughs> we're going to talk about the same players, aren't we? Because it's it's in the same position. It's like Pereira, yeah. uh, even tonight, you know, didn't really, you know, express himself as you'd like him to against that that, that type of level of opposition. I think Harry Maguire spent most of the first half in the number number 10 position he seemed to have a lot, a lot of ball yeah, in he came forward he, he was yeah. very forward yeah very very forward um, do you think he should have done anything different though because I mean he's, he's lining up every time with that num- number 10 um, with a striker and two wide men do you think he can he could possibly try something a bit different because he, he, he doesn't look like he's got another plan does it it doesn't because I think he doesn't trust the players to maybe be that, that a little bit more flexible, or to or to trust them in to do other things. I think he's he's quite, you know, like you said, he's stuck with I think certain players and and certain positions. Um, I don't so, think it's that though. He's he's not altering his shape, is he? He's, he's like got the two wide men, either side of Martial, and then he's always got either Lingard or Mata in behind, and it's just seems to me like you know at least try something a bit different, especially when we've got so much possession. We could have really. Um, Trailed something tonight. I thought. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a bit of a missed opportunity. Could have been four three three, but then at the same time, it would be play four four two, and you have two wingers, old school or four three three. We had not. We didn't have an actual winger on the pitch tonight, did we? That, that's the other problem. You know, an out and out winger. You know, Daniel James obviously has been rested. Um, so unless, you know, unless Young gets forward or Shaw, and you know, I think that's the, the, the good thing about Matt Gardner looking forward and looking ahead, and maybe. This, next year or two but he does get get forward very well um, probably more so than Luke Shaw nowadays so unless you're getting people wide maybe the formation 
obviously, you know, maybe that's why he, he, Solskjaer thought he couldn't really change it because there's no actual wingers who could, who could who could penetrate and get into those dangerous areas. Was you surprised at the, the strength of the team selection? I was a little bit. I think we we, we sort of raised our eyebrows before kickoff, didn't we, about Maguire starting again and just um, the amount of games he seems to be playing. So you know, if if, if Phil Jones can't get in. Uh, in, in a game like tonight, then then what does that say? Yeah, he's not been seen since he was um, bundled off the ball at Sheffield United for their opener, has he? I don't know if you noticed. He went off at half time in that game. Yeah. And um, so Williams was the th- was our third sub to come on tonight, wasn't he? Yeah. And he he was yeah. Williams was stripped actually on the touchline, literally seconds away from coming on, and he was still warming up. Phil Jones. <laughs> he's still warming up. <laughs> what are you doing? Keep warm. Yeah. But he's got to go somewhere in January. He's got to go. With, you know, who knows? Eight, eight million, ten million. But surely he can't stay for another half of the season if he can't get into that squad, to, well, into that team tonight, even as a substitute. Do you think there's a few more like that? I noticed Matic started tonight, and um, you know, do you think there's any of these players that are going to be leaving? I, I think him to leave. I think Matic is definitely going in January. As soon as January. Yeah, absolutely. But do you not think we're light in those positions? Well, so it, it, maybe it depends on 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 you know, Ireland's obviously the the obvious one, which seems to be a bit of a done deal. But maybe it does depend on two or three coming in because we can't just lose another midfielder and you know, <coughs> fuck knows what's going on with Pogba. So you can't just you know naturally lose two midfielders and then not replace him again. That's, that's been the problem in the last couple of years, hasn't it? Well, we did. We lost Herrera and Fellaini. Exactly. The replacing yeah, them, absolutely. So, we, so yeah, it can't yeah. happen unless there's some, some people come, definitely coming in. But I am convinced that Matic is going. Uh, looking at today, what, what young Gomez has been doing, he's, he's off as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, like so Chong, Chong is... Um, so yeah, Chong was on the bench again today, so yeah. not played... Um, so in most games, especially when you're 2 or 3 nil up, um, I did think Maguire would come off, you know... Um, late on, but you know he chose to keep him on. So it's a bit strange to keeping players on like that. Who, who you're going to need going into a you know a, you know a heavy, slightly congested second half of the season with still you know quite a light squad really. So so some strange decisions to keep people on for maybe 90 minutes. We've got a very light squad, and if I was a you know, if I was to put money on it, I reckon we'll sell more than we'll buy again this this transfer window. No, you're reckon? wrong. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Uh, are we trying to change things too quick? Maybe, and maybe there's some done deals, obviously, that are going to be done in the next few weeks or so. But obviously, they're not going to arrive till till the summer. And that happens, doesn't it? You know, Sancho's a, a, probably a classic. He might agree to sign, but you know, they they might want to keep him until you know the end of the season. So that could all that, will, that could easily be going on with two or three players behind the scenes, but. Um, if if we if we still got any chance of you know which it's on obviously at the moment but, uh, you know half a season to go we've got still any chance of finishing top four which I didn't think we had you know even two or three weeks ago you know we were 10, 11, maybe twelve points behind Chelsea but it's definitely on now and if that's if that's still you know I'm sure well it is but obviously what the club want of course they do they want Champions yeah. League football next season but if that's still viable then you can't not you know buy in January. And well, you certainly can't get rid of players without buying in January because it's just going to catch up on you. It's just going to bite you on the ass come March, April, and you, yeah. you're going to be losing games, and you you are going to end up finishing sixth or seventh. Was you impressed with anyone in particular in the second half? I thought there was some decent uh, move, a lot of movement in the second half, which I was quite impressed with. Um, <clears throat> I thought the third goal was a really good goal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and that Martial seemed to be a bit more mobile tonight. Um, for some reason, uh, some good link-up play, and um, he seemed to be a bit more at it tonight. Which you know, again, he should do against 
that level of opposition. But it's you know it's easier said than done sometimes. But um, you know I thought Marshall did okay for a change. I'm not his biggest fan. Um, but you know, Greenwood's quite busy as well. I'd like to keep him. Uh, I'd like for him to keep the ball a bit more sometimes. It seems to sometimes want to just wants to offload it maybe, you know, to out wide or keep possession. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes just maybe get your head up and that'll come he's, he's a young lad isn't he he's got a couple of shots away you know nothing really to threaten the keeper but you know he knows where the goal is he's hitting the target he's making himself busy and, he, and he's, he seems to be linking up okay you know with, with Martial with uh, with Rashford and on occasion with Pereira as well so I, yeah and I, I, I actually thought our best players tonight were our full backs I thought um, Ashley Young and Luke Shaw had good games yeah um, which we don't we don't often say but I, I did I, I thought um they looked our most threatening in terms of creativity, I thought. Yeah, like as I said, because we had no wingers on, did we? So it's down to them, isn't it? When you, when you, when you play in that formation. and there's, I mean, it, With all that possession, though, does it not say a lot that our full-backs tonight were probably our most creative players? It's it's a big problem, isn't it's, it? It is a problem. Like I said, Ben Tua and Maguire, who, who wants the ball, thankfully, and he's quite happy with it, but he was getting further and further, further forward um, because, obviously, they, they were happy to sit deep, especially when it was nil-nil. Um, but yeah, again, it just <laughs> you, we just keep saying it, don't we? Podcast after podcast, game after game, a creative, at least one creative person uh, to take, to, you know, to, to take that responsibility away from other people and allow them to do their game as well. I think it, you know, by having that creative person, it will allow Daniel James to thrive. It will allow Rashford to concentrate on maybe being a striker. Um, so yeah, we're here again, aren't we? We're talking about someone. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, we've not got really. I think my my opinion on it now is is that if United are serious about finishing fourth, then they definitely need another player, and and, and I mean another player in the middle of the park. Yeah, because it's just not. It looks so um, easy for opposition teams at times, doesn't it? It's like I thought um, Maguire was trying too hard in the last two games, particularly against Everton. Yeah, to try and open something up. Yeah, something. and it's yeah. Um, yeah, you can see it starting to. You know, players are starting to like play differently because they're trying to create things, but but it's not the midfielders, is it? No, no. Um, yeah, I just think Maguire needs a rest, and that, it's not because he's been playing badly. I just think you know, think again, it, it fatigue and it catches up on you. I'm, I'm, he's not, he's, he's not going to get it now, is he? I'm pretty sure. Going into you know the busy Christmas period, where there's like four games in whatever it is, eight nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the FA Cup, and then before you know it, we're in, you know we're into mid-January, and then uh, we're in the next round, the semi-finals of the uh, of a Carabao Cup against a certain uh, blue side from not too far away. Yeah, so we've got City, and it'll bring back memories of that 2010 semi-final, which um, was great value. Both games, weren't they? I went to both of those games. Yeah, and, yeah, they were. they were brilliant, atmosphere-wise. Is it a bit different now with um, both, with, you know, with City now winning something? Well, yeah, both teams are certainly in different places. Um, it was a bit of extra needle, weren't they? Because City hadn't won a trophy at the time, yeah. and um, beating us at that time would have made them favourites to, to um, yeah. lift their first trophy. And I think it was thirty. Did they go thirty-eight? No, thirty-six, weren't it? I think thirty-six years they went something like that. So yeah, it's um, it's it's. it's it's a bit bit different to that. I don't expect the you know the atmosphere to be the same, but no. But um, it's probably realistically our best chance of a, of a if we, obviously if we, if we can come out of that, then obviously you fancy us to win it. Do you expect them to be full strength? Um, 
again, not knowing obviously who we've both got in the league around that time, the Champions League doesn't kick in until February again, does it? So it's it's probably at a good time, you know, a month or so after the Christmas period where both teams can probably pay, play full strength again, not knowing the league games around, you know, the end of January. I think we're at home first, I believe. Yeah, we've got a lot of cups to play for now, haven't we? We're in the FA Cup, the League Cup, and um, the Europa League now. Well, we, might, we, we, we might still be in the FA Cup by the time we play City. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it, is it a point now where we, we start? Because you have to think now, we, we, we've got to be serious about cups because we can't, we can't win the league or fourth looking dodgy. Do we not just go out all out for cups now? That's what I'm saying. So, you know, two legs, anything can happen really. Uh, first leg at home. We've obviously just gone there and won anyway, quite comfortably. But it will be a different game, of course it will. There'll be different players and it, it, it will be a different game to what it was two weeks ago when we went, went there and won. Um, so there's a lot of football between now and then. Obviously, there could be a lot of injuries. We've talked about, obviously, who could come in for us. I'm sure they might even possibly buy in January. So it's one of those conversations where we're having it now, but in four weeks' time, it could be a completely different conversation about the first leg and then even into the second leg and, you know, before you can even start thinking about, you know, winning it and who you're going to play in the final. But I'm actually really keen to see if United do buy in January. I'm, I'm really intrigued by it because... I think we're absolutely crying out for some depth now. Um, yeah. In a number of positions, and you know, if you're serious about finishing fourth, whilst you know you've got to balance that thing against panic buying, we need some players, don't we? Quite we, desperately. We do, but it still comes down to it's January, and most teams don't want to let the players go, do they? And again, it could be a deal done in principle or you know behind behind the scenes, but most teams will want to keep hold of their better players, which you presume that's what we're going for until May, June, won't they? That's, that's the big problem, you know, in, in all my time going, there's only Andy Cole who's come good who's ever signed in January, really. Even uh, that was, was that January? Yeah, it was January, yeah. Because uh, they didn't have a transfer window then, did they? Yeah, so it's, it's hard, it's difficult, yeah. and, you know, the price is obviously, you know, as always, it's going to be inflated by 10-15% because people know how desperate we are, so not only are we going to try and take some clubs, whether it's Premier League clubs or teams from abroad, you know their best player. It's um, we're asking for him in January potentially, and it's going to be a uh, you know the, the price is going to be hiked up like it always is. It's, like, it's sort of like the club have a ready-made excuse in January, don't they? And everybody just understands because it's January. Yeah. You know, in the past, you know they used to use the old no, we can't buy him because they'll be unavailable for the Champions League. Yeah. They used to always get that, didn't we? But now. Um, just buy him in the league, right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't yeah. happen anymore. You can no, play, exactly, you can yeah. play them in other competitions. Yeah, but even, um, even then, again, yeah. it was more probably... A, like, if we, were, if we were going for Madison, if we were serious about Madison, again, I'm sure behind the scenes, Brendan Rodgers, the club or whoever, would be saying to Madison, right, just, you know, stay with us for the next six months. They're not going to win the league, we know that. Um, we're not, we're not going to get our less players out of Leicester in January. That's what I mean. Yeah. But everybody say, like, you know, just stay, just give us the end of the second half of the season. Let us finish as high as we can. Let's try and finish second, go out on a high. And then, I suppose, the Leicester fans couldn't really complain, could they? No. Like, well, they did with Maguire, I suppose. But. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's very difficult, very difficult. And it is going to be very interesting. Because you'd like to think, if we are going to buy anybody, it's, going to, it's not going to be pissing around no. you know, to the 28th, 29th of January. It's going to be done, you know, quite quickly. Um, just on, I just wanted to touch on the atmosphere briefly. Um, this was yet another game that last year would have been, you know, absolutely dead inside yeah. Old Trafford. And... Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed the Europa League group stages and the, you know, the Carabao Cup uh, matches this season 
more because of the atmosphere and the effort put in by you know the Red Army, which is um, yeah really took off at Old Trafford this year. I know I know there's been a bit of um, a few cynical people around you know mentioning that questioning song choices and the fact that they're going ballistic again you know in a in a game that's not worth much. But for my you know two pennies two pennies worth, it's um, very. He's he's made the games a lot better, hasn't he? Yeah, there's nothing worse than you know, Old Trafford, whether it's a Europa League game, a league game even in midweek at this time of year uh, against you know so-called lower opposition, yeah. and they don't really bring anybody. Or if it's Norwich and they don't sing, I mean Colchester sang a little bit tonight, but it was good. But obviously, the, the, the United fans were back in L stand. Um, it looked it looked to be two two and a half thousand of them, and again, they, you know, they, they didn't really stop. They went through. You know, I think it was about twelve hundred tonight. Was that all it was? Yeah, it was a little yeah, more than yeah. that. Okay. Um, yeah, they didn't have the full away end, but I think it was about twelve hundred. But I have to say, I didn't. You know, the five thousand Colchester fans, I, I didn't really hear them. No. You know, and um, I've just really enjoyed what the club's done with the tickets as well. You know, in terms of distribution. Yeah, and loads of kids. And I think it's made these matches a lot more bearable. Yeah. You know, because there's nothing worse than going when it's absolutely freezing. The ground's absolutely dead. Yeah. The teams. Um, you know, not 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 really trying, and it's been um, there's, there's always been like a routine nature to them. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. the players appreciate it as well because yeah, not, you know yeah. they, they, they went through all the songs tonight, the current squad, I mean obviously old songs and some some new ones as well. Um, so it, it's, you know, you've got to have something, and it and it's difficult. Yeah, the crowd was less than sixty thousand tonight, so you're fifteen thousand down. That's not going to be the case, obviously, for when City come for the semi final. Um, and it will be different again. And um, but again, the Red Army and the, the you know the, the whatever you know what 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 they're doing in every game. Obviously, they're getting moved around. Tonight, they were just obviously like in, in, in the normal away end, just beneath the the Colchester fans. And I, I for one, hope before the game that Colchester some you know come and just sang all game. And I, 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 I wanted them to to, to generate that atmosphere. Like I said it didn't really materialise. Uh, so fair play to the whatever you said it was twelve hundred or so who, who pretty much did sing for ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's it's easy for people to be cynical, isn't it? But of course it they is, really yeah. are putting a lot of effort to get behind the club there. Yeah, absolutely. It's far more than I've ever achieved. Because, yeah, you know I, I go in the ground and I don't know I eat my pie and moan a lot, and it's um, you know these, these lads are. <laughs> These lads are really getting off the backsides and doing. Yeah, and the majority to go to a, yeah. most away games as well. So yeah, yeah fair yeah. play to them. Definitely. Okay, um, we'll wrap it up with a man of the match. Um, oh, do, you, do you have? I was really hoping you were going to forget that. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gee whiz. Um, I know you mentioned obviously the two fullbacks, but I'm, I can't give it a fullback. Um, I'm probably going to give it. I'm probably going to give it Greenwood. Okay. Um, just he didn't stop running, buzzing around, wanted, wanted the ball. Uh, I think he was involved in one of the goals. Um, but again, just because he's he, he, there's an expectation, obviously, at the moment. I think with Greenwood that he, he plays. You know, every time he plays, that he should score because you know he's, he's he's been quite successful um, in the games he's played so far. Um, so you know that can that can lie quite heavy on young shoulders, can't it? So yeah. It, it, wasn't, there was no massive standout performances tonight. A couple of good goals, like you said, team goals and stuff. Um, some solid performances at the back. 
Romero didn't have really had much to do, did he? No. So again, it's, it, like like most weeks, we do struggle to pick a, a player of the match. But I'm going to go for Greenwood. What about you? I'm I'm going to go Ashley Young, mate. Yeah. And um, because I'm the host, you are overruled. <coughs> uh, that how it works. Ashley Young gets the United we stand. Oh, I'm not match, doing yeah. this again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we two anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's been good to chat though. We've had a, we've tried having a chat. And we've yeah. Well, we're just uh, where we're now near Denton on the M60. So we're going to be. Yeah, we're yeah, going to be yeah, in bed yeah, for yeah. half eleven, which is always good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, cheers to everyone that bought the mag. As as um, you've probably heard on Monday that the fanzine won um, the FSA. It is now not FSF anymore. FSA fanzine of the year, um, national fanzine of the year. So uh, we're really really glad about that. Um, it was a great great um, thing for me to wake up to on Tuesday morning because I know the amount of effort that writing and selling goes into it. You know, nights like tonight where. Been shit if we're honest, and Stuart. Yeah, not, not, not a great one. No. Um, so yeah, delighted to hear that on Tuesday. Um, thanks to everybody that bought the mag tonight, and thank you for your support as usual. And Merry you. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas as well. Yeah. See you Boxing Day. Thank you. <laughs>